life at Fedrigoni. Fedrigoni. Our leaders and experts from all over the world talking about how we discover extraordinary every day. Welcome to a new episode of Life at Fedrigoni, the podcast. Today, we're going to learn what Fedrigoni has in common with a team of climbers and with a cellulose producer in Brazil. We'll hear about passion, innovation, excellence and speed. I'm Federica Leotta and I'm the Group Talent Attraction and Acquisition Manager at Fedrigoni. With me today, François Gilbert, Executive Vice President for our Special Papers Business Unit. Welcome, François. Hi, Federica. And working in the same business unit, we have with us today Mario Naldini, Operations Director. Hi, Federica. Very happy to be here with you today. And Deborah Curto, Global Commodity Manager. Welcome, Deborah. Hi, Federica. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here with me and our listeners today. So let's start this conversation by asking you a question, Francois. Well, you worked across multiple companies in private equity, in banks and in consulting. And today you are leading the special papers business unit at Fedrigoni. Well, one question is really what I want to ask you. How does it feel working in your position while leading roughly 2,100 people across 18 countries from the U.S. all the way to China? That's a good question. What I would say is I'll use an analogy actually to compare the role that I have here with one of my passion, which is mountaining. I feel leading a special papers business unit at Fedrigoni is like being in a um, together with a climate team and leading a climbing team. And like a team of climbers, we have a common aspiration, which is we want to conquest new summits. We want to, uh, to climb mountains uh, in a way nobody has done before. So, and that requires challenging each other, collaborating together, remaining humble, because the road is not that easy, um, but always being guided by our passion, our shared passion, in this case for paper. It's, it's clearly a lot of fun for me and I trust for, uh, for um, all of our colleagues. It's also not for everybody. You need to like being challenged, uh, conquest new summits. But um, it, it, it isn't without any risks. You also need to, uh, to, 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 to take care of that. But through careful preparation, planning and determination, we are obviously overcoming those risks and, uh, and, and are able to, uh, to conquest these new mountains. What I'd say as well is, as you may know, if, if you've been on top of a mountain, the one thing you want is to actually go and, and do it again with another mountain. That's the feeling I have at Fedrigoni. Thank you so much, Francois. That's a very a wonderful metaphor. And you mentioned passion. And actually, living our passion is what we promise they will find here to the people that are joining Fedrigoni. So, Mario, I want to ask you, can you tell us more about what you do and what you like the most? What keeps you passionate about your job? Sure, Federica. First, first, let me tell you what I do. What I do in a simple word is to follow the production and the supply chain in order to satisfy our customers. What really keeps me passionate about my job in a sentence is really see how passionate the people are to make their specific job, to really see the sparks that I see in their eyes. I really can see that people truly care about the products they make. You, know, you have to know, Federica, that producing paper 
is an incredible thing. It's like something that is magic. And we call it the magic and the power of the water that create this wonderful paper that we make. I always try to transmit my passion to let people discover how extraordinary every day and make them understand that we are contributing really to something. Thank you so much, Mario. Magic. Wow. Well, Deborah, now I'll turn to you. What's your role at Federigoni and where do you see this magic happen? So, basically, I started working for Federigoni at group level in the indirect materials procurement team. And my job today is to buy pulp and cotton, cellulose, so completely different. And uh, I ensure the purchase of this important raw material. And uh, basically, I manage the relationship with the suppliers. I oversee our procurement strategy for this specific uh, material. And uh, I take part on industry fairs. One thing, or I mean, one of the things that I appreciate the most about my job is being able to get in touch with our suppliers and specific with the pulp production process. And it's quite, uh, it's quite amazing because you see all the care that they put into it. And there is, of course, a possibility to travel, to see the, to see the production process and to appreciate the efforts that our suppliers are putting on it. Thank you so much, Deborah. And talking about traveling and actually, you know, being able to touch the process and see it uh, firsthand, do you have any example? Yeah, um, um, a quite recent example. I made a trip to Brazil to visit one of our suppliers. And in this trip, we visited the, the factory, the ecological park, where species endangered, they are rescued and preserved, the forest the monitoring activities and the mosaic, mosaic sorry, system that allows them to maintain natural and native forest. We make sure in Fedrigoni that all the partners we work with share common values and goals in terms of caring the environment and the communities in which we operate. And thanks to this, we create a relationship based on, I would say, on respect and trust. Wow, thank you so much. So you traveled all the way through Brazil. That's, that's wonderful. I see magic there too. We have actually listened to Marco, our CEO, in one of the episodes of this podcast, and he mentioned how our strategy is actually guiding us in pursuing our purpose of elevating creativity at Fedrigoni. One of the five pillars on which this strategy is based is operational excellence. So, François, let me ask you, what does it entail and what are the elements of innovation that characterize our key initiatives? So, yes, yeah, so two questions here. The first one is, what is operational excellence? The one thing I'd said is there is no silver bullet. It's the word we're using internally is continuous improvement. Or another word we're using as well for different purposes, but it's making progress. The idea of continuously improving ourselves, challenging ourselves, getting better day after day instead of one goal. Um, and as part of that, one of the main uh drivers we've used to um, to excel in operations across our plans is actually the sharing of best practices. We are fortunate to operate a dozens of different plans or, or paper machines and you know one team members in one plant is going to come up with a brilliant idea which is going to successfully or she's going to successfully implement and then the whole value that we bring is to roll out that idea across all plans. 
That's what I mean about continuous improvement and sharing of best practices. And then to your second question, how does innovation play a role here? We, I think it's about being curious um, and, uh, and challenging ourselves, not only based on what we know, but also what we can learn from outside. One recent example is we brought into our plans um, the, the benefits of artificial intelligence. So we've looked, we've used artificial intelligence to look at the way we were formulating our paper and have artificial intelligence telling us, in the, based on our own data, historic data, the best way we were formulating our paper and be able to systematically do that going forward. So that is backward looking. But we've also asked artificial intelligence to guide us and based on, on new technologies to tell us how we could even improve further our own formulation of paper. So these are, I hope, exp explanations to, to, to bring to life what do we mean by operational excellence and um, innovation. Thank you so much, Francois, for sharing your perspective on operational excellence. And to be honest, your example really made it clear what it means and how it also technology as, a, as an impact of how we improve our processes. So, Deborah, let me ask you, I know you belong to the procurement team here at Fedigoni, a global uh, team, and I know that uh, it's making a difference within, you know, our operational excellence uh, strategy pillar. Let me ask you then, what are the key ingredients of the projects you're working on? Uh, I would say that here at Federigoni Procurement, we all have a very clear vision of the company direction. And we are quite close by desire to learn, understand, improve and not get stuck. And in this way, we achieve ambitious results in a very agile and fast way. Here in Federigoni, <laughs> you never stop learning and we are truly striving for excellence, always asking ourselves basically how we can do it better. I work with colleagues, just for instance, from other departments, but even in my departments from all over the world. And what they all have in common is a clear target, a clear direction. Our final goal is never, never question it. And talking about strategy, I know that raw material negotiation, value engineering, design to value are some of the areas through which uh, procurement is actually impacting the strategy and how we reach our, our clear direction, as you, as you mentioned. So let me ask you, what is the coolest project you worked on so far? And I know you've worked on many, so it's going to be difficult to pick one. <laughs> I would say that the first one is related to sustainability. So we are sharing with our main partners a common path in terms of sustainability and it's quite challenging, but I think that is the right, the right one, especially during this time. And the second one, I would say design to value, which is involving our production colleagues and all our main partners. I would say these two, yeah. Thank you so much, Deborah, for sharing. And uh, Mario, I saw you nodding while Francois was talking about operational excellence. So let me ask you, I know agility, efficiency, flexibility are three words that describe how we reach our goals. So Mario, how do you see this concretely happening every day in your international team of more than 1,500 people? Well, Federica, you know, as Francois has described, for us, operational excellence is really continuous improvement, is really making progress. So what I do, traveling continuously in all the month, in all the different plants, is really to, to really help uh, to share and make uh, the best practice that we 
have in the different mills, in the different factories. Always having in mind that we follow three very simple targets, they say. Safety at first, quality and efficiency. I, I really work with many, many teams and what is wonderful to me is that really see that everybody is committed to improve. There is, there is a, a definition that I love of when we we're talking about uh, operational excellence in Federigoni and, and, and is that we are saying that for us, impossible is just an opinion. I really love this sentence because really help us to go ahead, continue raise the bar and thinking that we can always improve. The improvement has no limit, has no end. So uh, there is a, another aspect of the operational excellence that I like to mention. And the fact is that we do not sell what we produce, but we produce really what we sell. And this is make a big and important difference because this put always in our mind the customer at the center of our action. Well, now I'm curious. We mentioned it before. You work with 1,500 people in your team across different countries. And on the other end, we know that productivity, energy efficiency, waste and material consumption are some of the key focuses of our operation initiatives. So we have on one end, you know, challenging initiatives and on the other end, a big team you manage and, of course, other teams with which you interact with. Also, Deborah's team, as she mentioned before, works with you. So in your view, in your experienced view, what are the skills needed to really make a difference in these projects? Before to talking about skill, I would like really to talk about attitudes and behaviors. We need to have in all our people the right attitude to look always at the excellence, to be sure that, as I said before, impossible is just an opinion. And we need to do this with passion and enthusiasm. Talking instead about skills, clearly we need to have the right technical knowledge about physics, about thermodynamics. But what is really important is to be able to work with others, with colleagues, with universities, with external consultancies, experts. So in a simple words, to be a good listener. This is really the skill that we need. Thank you very much, Mario. And if our listeners actually listen very well to our other episodes, also our CEO, Marco Nespolo, he mentioned the behaviors. And it was something that you, Deborah, too, uh, said before. So our behaviors are striving for excellence, uh, embracing transformation and foster partnerships. And I find this again in your words, Mario, because, you know, this partnership don't just go within the company, but they, you know, embrace a much bigger community. You mentioned university, consultants, external experts. So, you know, it, it all, all these, we're all connecting the dots. So, Back to you, Francois, we've talked, you've started talking about operational excellence and then Mario and Deborah added a few more views to this. We talked about agility, efficiency and flexibility. We talked about attitudes and behaviors. In your view, what makes it truly extraordinary to work at Federigoni, Francois? I would think three things, which I structure the following way. One is why we have a super strong passion. We've talked about it I think a lot, but that passion is contagious, both for obviously people which have been for decades working for Federigoni, but even new, newer joiner like myself. That passion really makes your feeling super motivated every morning that you wake up. 
interestingly, irrespectively of the time you spend in the company. It is truly contagious. The second is uh, how. The environment is extremely exciting. It is multicultural. It is diverse. And that makes it um, extremely rewarding to work for. One of the, the things that struck me when I, um, when I joined Fedrigoni, it's, uh, it's big enough to really do great things, to have a lot of means and resources, uh, but it's also not too big to be slowed down by cumbersome internal processes or worse politics. And thirdly, what? Mario mentioned it. We don't s just produce a paper and then sell it, not knowing its, uh, its end usage or application. For us, customer intim intimacy is very important. We developed multiple times, very often, the products together with our clients. We make materials to help them, what we say, elevate their creativity, to really help them raise their image and perform better. And together with our clients, honestly, reach new summits. Thank you very much, Francois. So we've talked about reaching new summits. We talk about climbing up as a team. We talk about passion. We talk about determination. And in a way, we are all discovering extraordinary every day indeed at, at Fedrigoni today. So I would like to ask you, each one of you, from your own perspective and your own, let's say, career background and path, if you were to share a piece of advice with a person that is looking for a new job, for a career change, what would that be? Mario, let me start by you. Very easy. If you like, discover extraordinary every day. If you like to work in an environment where we look at the mistakes as an opportunity for growth, be agile and always have the will to improve, come to Federigoni. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah, what would you suggest? Very simple to be patient, first of all, be passionate and, uh, of course, willing to learn. Francois, what's your piece of advice? I think it's going to be a bit repetitive, but building <laughs> on that, I think the word I'll use is curiosity. Question the status quo. Challenge yourself. Challenge others, obviously in a constructive way. That way, you will be able to, on your own, you will be able to, with your colleagues, to go beyond what people thought was possible. Thank you so much. And of course, you need to find the right place where all of this can happen. And I think we have a couple, one idea, actually, what that place could be. So again, thank you, Francois, Deborah, Mario. This has been an amazing conversation. You have shared your journeys, your experiences with us. And thank you to you who have listened to this episode of the Life at Federigoni podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did while recording it. Stay tuned and make sure to check the other episodes. Follow our pages on LinkedIn and Instagram to learn more about how we discover extraordinary every day at Fedrigoni. Check our career page to explore jobs that match your passion. Life at Fedrigoni.